done with your ego. Hey everyone! Hey y'all! Welcome to Sit Down, Down with, with Your, your Ego. Ego 2020 State of the Union. Come on, Ash. Um, so for those who didn't spend their young teen years reading the iconic book series The Click, mm. um, a State of the Union, and I'm not talking about this in a presidential way, but a State of the Union is the uh, format that Massey Block uses to keep track of what's in and what is out. So every day at the end of her day in the Click book series, she goes to her white iMac and she types the State of the Union, which is what she considers to be in and what is considered to be out. And it is her and her friend's Bible. Yes, it's literally iconic. It is. And so we decided to adopt um, kind of a similar, I guess, strategy for recapping the chaotic year that has been 2020. Um, But first, before we do our State of the Union, we still have some life updates to give you all. We do. When Um, do we not? When do we not? (laughs) So starting off, like, I had my wallet stolen, which was fun. Basically, we just kind of had this, like, cursed week. So I got my wallet stolen, and then, like, a week later, I got a flat tire in the Starbucks parking lot, and then the next day, Rach got a flat tire. On my way to work. Literally going into the office, my wheel is just completely flat. And I was like, no way. Like, this just happened to Ash. But shout out to AAA, by the way. Yeah. Because... Both times. So good. Both times. But, yeah, so we had a really odd week. It was just strange. Yeah. It was just, like, everything... What's that rule? Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. That's how it felt. And, like, nothing was really, like, that bad. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, when my wallet got stolen, I was like, this is annoying, but I'm not that phased because, like, I was able to quickly cancel my credit cards and get new ones, and, like, very lucky to be able to do that so easily. Mm -hmm. And then same with my flat tire. Very lucky to have AAA (laughs) because they showed up and fixed it in, like, 30 minutes. But it was just all these, like, little things. And more, like, inconveniences. Inconveniences. Yeah. Exactly. That's the best way to put it. Nothing that, like, ruined my week. No. No one cried. (laughs) No one cried. No one was even really upset. Yeah. (laughs) It's more just like a... Really? Today? Yeah, and then Rachel had a three and a half hour lash appointment and they <gasps> don't even, it's not that they look bad, they just don't even look as dramatic as she usually wants them. Yes, and I mean, if I'm going to lay on my back for almost four hours, they better be flying. Yeah. These are extremely subtle. I was so confused because we'd been at brunch and then Rachel was like, okay, I'm going to go to my lash appointment and I was like, what time is it at? And she said one o'clock. And so then I went to the bookstore, went home, and it's like 5 p.m. And I'm just like, where is she? She calls me, she's like, yeah, I just got done. I was like, what? She was like, I literally was like, where is this girl? I was like, oh, I was laying down. For three and a half hours. I took a nap like twice. That's how long it was. Yeah. Oh my God, what a just, time. The world is throwing inconveniences Tr- at us Truly. Honestly, to oh see if we'll stay strong. And we haven't let it phase us. Nope. Never. We keep pushing, always. <laughs> That's what I love about us. Yeah, but to set the vibe, um, y'all can't see this, but we have <laughs> reindeer antlers on. Come on. And we're drinking some Christmassy drinks. Yes. So we got mini bottles of Five Farms, um, which is like an Irish... Okay, it's basically Bailey's, mm-hmm. but like in my opinion, it's better. It is better, I it's agree. Better. But it's a little bit less sweet. Yeah. Um, and just kind of richer. But it's so good. It's from, uh, Mm. I think it's, like, from Cork in Ireland. I don't know. Anyways, we got mini bottles of it, and we're drinking that. And it's delicious. I know. Cheers, Ash. Cheers. 
Um, and we're going to start our 2020 recap mm. by going through our tops. So, like, our top book, our top music, our top media, yes. and our top person. Mm -hmm. So, Rach, what was your top book of 2020? Oh, my goodness. So, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. You're going to laugh at this. Well, you won't laugh. The Bible. <laughs> I was going through it this year. I was like, oh, God, it, give me the guidance. The Bible does really come in clutch. It really does. It really, really, really does. It. <laughs> like, I was, especially during core, before, like, I would even leave the room, I would just be like, mm, give me a chapter today. So yeah. whatever the Bible The daily app, verse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so honestly, that was really the saving grace because I feel like I went through a roller coaster of emotions, good and bad. <laughs> so, you know, in a current and modern twist, Rachel's book of 2020 is the Bible. the Bible. No, but that's funny because, okay, I had two books and one of them is about a priest. So that's actually kind of fitting that you chose the Bible. So my first book, the non-priest one, that I really, really liked this year was Exciting Times mm. by Nisha Dolan, young Irish author. She's really cool. The book is about, um, like, a, I think she's, like, Irish 20-something and she goes to teach... English in Hong Kong, oh. and it's basically just kind of about, like, the weird, like, levels of race and class and, like, even just the difference between, like, Irish English and British English, mm -hmm. and it's just cool, and she's also just very dry sense of humor. <laughs> um, but my second book is the one about a priest, <laughs> so, you know, there are Bible quotes in there, mm, um, but it's basically this book called Good Company, and it's by... Uh, Father James, um, I don't want to say Father, that's wrong, but we'll, I'll say James Martin, uh, he's a Jesuit, and he basically wrote this book about, like, how he decided to leave the corporate world to become a Jesuit, because he worked in, like, GE, and, like, this huge, like, high-paying, like, corporate job, and then at, like, 27, 28, he was like, actually, I think I'll become a priest. Oh! So, it's about, like, why, and, like, the switch, and kind of, like, how the two worlds are so entirely different. Yeah! Um, and I, it's nonfiction, but it kind of, the way he writes, reads like a novel. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really like it, and now I want to read all of his other books, so I just bought one the other day. Wow. But that book is super good. I don't think you have to be, like, Catholic to enjoy it. I mm -hmm. think it helps. Right. But I do think it's just super interesting, like, either way. Right, it's universal. It's universal. Okay, like nice the sense. Bible, some might yes, say. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Lots of great stories in there. <laughs> Rachel, what's your favorite? <laughs> I actually really like the book of Revelations because I'm one of those people that I'm just like, God, give me the signs. And so I feel like Revelations has a lot of signs. Yeah, they do love a sign. <laughs> but, but it's so true. But yeah, yep. we've been going to like a Jesuit church. So I was like, let me read this dude's book, right? Because he's like the most famous Jesuit writer right now, oh. I think, in my, in my opinion. Okay. He's at least the most visible one. He's pretty like everyone would like talk about him or whatever. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you could say that. Truly, I mean, the Bible inspired all of it. Yeah. So, that's I was going to say, truly. Um, There's a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so next is our top music of the year. Oh, my God. And so, this is kind of vague. Like, it could be an album or a song or an artist, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mine's an album. 
So mine is Notes on a Conditional Form by the 1975, mm. which is not a surprise to anybody who listens to this podcast because I've already <laughs> plugged it like twice. But she has. <laughs> it, I thought it came out last year. I was wrong. It came out in May, which shows you how long this year has been. I know. Um, and I think I remember at the time being like, wow, I really needed this. Right. Um, it's just so, so good. I'm not even going to talk that much on it because I already have on this podcast. <laughs> But that is truly my top of 2020. Oh, easily. I feel like that is like, yeah. sums you up in music-wise. You were just like all about it. But I didn't pick an album. I literally, it's a DJ set. <laughs> K Tronada 2019 Made in America set. That has gotten me through. Yeah, that's, that's like, fantastic. To be completely honest with you, that summed up everything to me. Yeah. Like, genuinely. <laughs> you can get it on Tidal. Come on, plug it, Ash. So, you know, Tidal but, has all these, like, Made in America sets. Yes. Because Jay-Z. And they're so good. So, no, y'all, quality, stellar. Even my friends were like, we really felt like we were there. Yeah. When we played yeah. it at the sleepover. Like, Who it's was the other one we watched? Amazing quality. At your house? S. G. Lewis. S. G. Lewis. Yeah, we watched his set, too. He is so attractive, by the way. Yeah. Ooh. But it was a really good set. It was a really good set, though, yes. <laughs> but besides his looks, excuse me. But yeah, no, it was a really good set. Like, it makes you feel like you're really there. Yeah. I think that's why I'm so moved. Like, y'all, I play it before work sometimes, while I'm During working. working. <laughs> oh, I also finally got Rachel to start listening to BBC Radio 1. Yes. <laughs> a surprise to no one that that is my favorite station. <laughs> um, I told Rachel this, and I don't think I've ever told this to the pod, but Kira will remember this if she's listening. <laughs> the, my last year of college... I, we have, like, in the college in Ireland, you have, like, um, kind of, like, a final season, I guess, mm. like, where you have, like, a month off, and then you take your exams for a month, mm-hmm. and so it was, like, during, like, in the depth of, like, the study month, where, like, everything's just grim, you just go to the library, go to go home, sleep, repeat, mm-hmm. and I was, like, we were drinking, I think, one night, and I Instagram DM'd Greg James, who's the host of The Breakfast Show on BBC Radio 1, and I literally was like, hello, I'm going to be hungover in the morning and I have to go to the library to study for my exams. Like, can you please play the 1975? <laughs> and so I'm off on my walk the next day to the train and I always listen to that show on my way in. And Greg is like, I've had an instant DM from Ashling who might be feeling a little poorly this morning and needs to hear the 1975. I lost my mind. Oh my I, God. I never thought he'd actually read his Instagram DM. Right. I also like sent it when I was like a little bit tipsy, so I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> You're like, me? Yeah, because then I went back and, like, it's not like he replied or anything. He right. literally just saw it and then read it out on radio oh and then gosh. played me the song. That's a moment. It was a moment. Ugh. But Rach has been converted. Yeah. Genuinely, it's everything I need. Because I sometimes I'll hear you out when Ash is at work, like, she has a break and she'll just be playing BBC as well. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm listening right now, too. <laughs> Because the talking parts are not annoying. No, it's like on Amer- Like, American radio hosts in general are very annoying. Very. Like, I don't understand their segments. They don't seem to actually be entertaining anyone. Yeah. Their games are corny. Whereas, like, Nick, Greg, Clara, yes. all the people on, on Radio 1, they're, like, actually entertaining. Mm-hmm. And their voices just go so well. Yeah. It's just a, it's a nice vibe. Yeah. Yes. American radio... Uh, miss me with it. Miss, miss me, me with it. That's mm-hmm. the out of the year. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, okay, next is top media. Ooh. Another kind of a broad category, but I took this to mean like TV show, movie, YouTube, whatever. Everything. And mine is a YouTuber and all of his videos. So Damon Dominique mm. on YouTube, 
we we discovered his videos this year, um, but I think he's been posting for a really long time. Yeah. Because we went back and watched a bunch, and he lives in Paris, but he travels a lot, and he just makes these amazingly edited, super funny, super mm-hmm. informative videos about all the places he goes. Yes. And just kind of like his life. Oh. And he's so funny. So funny. And dresses so well. Oh. He's a big thrifter. Yeah. Shout out to Damon. We love him. Yeah. So that's my top media. Oh, I love, 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 love him. I think... I honestly, y'all, it was hard for me because I wanted to pick Wendy Williams at first, but she's so consistent. <laughs> yeah, like that's we were not... trying to pick like twenty twenty specific things. Yes, yeah, definitely. So, I think this year I'm definitely gonna be giving it to Sweetie, the rapper. She has us um, a YouTube channel now, and she has like the Sweetie life. And like, let me tell you something, Ash. I have never been. I've never felt so amazing after watching a YouTube video of just someone vlogging their life. Like, she just is so confident. Yeah. And, like, just very sure of herself. She's so cool. And she's so cute. And I'm just like, yes, I know that's right. So now I'm, I'm a very, very big fan of her now. And she has my favorite song, My Type. There you go. You know, so. <laughs> okay, last top category. Ooh. So this is, like, our top person. I took it to meet influencer. Yeah. Yeah, basically, like, Someone whose content actually brought you joy in 2020 instead of just making you feel bad about your life because that, honestly, that's what social media did to me this year. But there is, like, a person who honestly just made me entertained. So this person is, like, an Instagrammer. Um, I'm pulling up her Insta. It's Joe underscore Rogers. And she is a writer. Like, she contributes to, like, British Vogue and, like, Country Living and, like, The Atlantic and stuff. But she also just has this Instagram that's so aesthetically, like, beautiful. Mm. She was living in London until mid-pandemic. They, like, wanted to get some fresh air, basically, and moved to um, Sussex to, like, a countryside kind of cottage thing. And it's, like, every Instagram story she posts is just, like, the way she writes is, like, poetry. Like, everything's Mm. so nice and like just very cozy and homey and she also gives the best book recommendations ever like everything I've bought that she recommended and read I really liked so even when I went off socials for like three months I would still like go on my computer and go to just her profile to like check her content right right. because it was like very comforting to me instead of like upsetting okay yeah like she just was very comforting influence I love that Mm. who's your person honestly Ricky Thompson, without <laughs> yes. a doubt, brought me so much joy. Because he was never, he was on Insta, but I feel like he never was on Insta as much as he is now. Like, a lot of people were, because yeah. poor. But he genuinely just, like, everything about him just reminds me of myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about, too, is how the past two days have been him posting pics of his abs, being like, I worked for this. And I'm like, that is so Rachel. <laughs> I love him so much. Like, he genuinely, I just, I understand him so much. Like, I've always followed him, but this year specifically, I'm like, that's my bitch. Yeah. Like, without a doubt. So, Ricky Thompson, Ricky T, if you ever listen to this pod, I love you. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, to give a recap, this year we were heavily influenced by the Bible in all of its shapes and forms. Amen. Amen. Um, we were heavily influenced by the 1975, by Tidal, yes. surprise to no one, at all, by some really great influencers, mm-hmm. and by some really, really good YouTube content. Oh my god, YouTube yes. got us through. It really did. And we, remember we said in the very first podcast, 
we're gonna see who's gonna sink and who's swim. gonna swim and we exactly. figured it out we sure did who sank <laughs> it's like it's like the people who sank we on they dropped off for us yeah like we just i don't see them in my feed anymore mm-hmm. i actually unsubscribed from a lot of people this year on Understandable. YouTube because i was just like i'm over it right because a lot of people i think really relied on others yeah. number one for content and then yeah. just like obviously like being out and about and it's like low-key you've already won if you can capture people's attention with doing nothing true so true sorry to those youtubers but yeah <laughs> the top influencer of 2020 Oof. I guess we can agree on this would be Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> He'll never leave. Come on. <laughs> so we're going to like take a break. Not for you. We'll jump right back into the next segment. But we need a break to tub off our drinks. Yes. And we'll be back with the official 2020 State of the Union. Yes. <laughs> See y'all then. And we're back. Hello. It's time for the State of the Union. Yes. We're back with a, a new drink. Bailey's again. Well... This time it's actual Bailey's yes. with Kahlua. Mm. So it's kind of like an alcoholic latte. Yeah. That's the best like way to put it. Like if you think of the Kahlua as the espresso 17%. and the Bailey's as the milk. <laughs> Which, so, it's so Christmassy to me. It is so. Bailey's is a very Christmassy drink. That's why we're having it. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep up with the Christmas theme. The holidays. The holiday theme of this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically what we're going to do is take you through what's in... And what's out for 2020. Yes. And I will just say, mm. do not take us too seriously. Please don't. These are our opinions. We are going to say some controversial things. <laughs> and don't come for us. <laughs> because we're just here exactly. having fun. Exactly. And we're not fake bitches. No. We're just going to say we're what gonna we're We're going to say saying. what we think and people can think whatever they want. Exactly. So in, mm. masks. Come on. And the complimentary out that goes with that, because on Massey's lists in the click, there's usually like the in and out correspond yes. to each other. In is masks, out are clubs that weren't worth your time anyways. Come on. And it's here's true. the logic behind this. I think 2020 really showed people how much time they were wasting on very mediocre nightlife. Yeah, and money, y'all. Yeah. You know, covers. But just for clubs that, Drinks. like, when you think about it, weren't that good. No, they really weren't. Sorry, Westport. Like, it genuinely wasn't that great. Yeah. So, you know, you saved yourself money this year, hopefully. Um, you know, but yeah, mask up, y'all. Masks are also in because they're cute and they're easy. Yeah. And like, I think we've all had a mask moment. <laughs> we all have had a mask moment. <laughs> like, people are finding their stride. And like, you know, it's just so easy to do. So keep masking. Mm-hmm. Keep Please. masking. And stay away from those. And then we can only speak to KC, and then Rach can speak to Dallas, yeah. too. But like, in the States, I can really only speak to KC. And let me tell you, these KC clubs, I will not be going back. Like, I learned that they're just not worth my time. And I kind of knew that before, but this has really just taught me how much you do not need throwback. <laughs> like, not throwback. It's not a good club. Yeah, if a club is literally, if bottle service at a club is less than 150 that's already a red But flag. also, here's the thing. That's just the type of club. They don't need to do bottle service. Who are they pretending to be? Literally, like, it's ex- one step. Like, just accept, yeah, their VIP section is literally one, one step. step. So I think they just need to accept <laughs> who they are yes. and just not have a VIP. Like, I agree. I don't understand why they're trying to be something else. Anyway, I know. These clubs are not worth your they, time. They always want a moment. They, they really evaluate. Are. Yes. But speaking for Dallas, I will be back yes. in the club scene when things are back to normal. And that's Because Dallas thing. club life is You can really learn stellar. those are worth your time. Exactly. Exactly. That's true. That's those are very worth true. your time. That's very true. Mm. 
you know? Because Rachel would really be going to these very bad clubs in Westport. Yeah. And kind of be over here like, no, it's fun, it's fun. And I'm like, but... Like, they're not that fun. <laughs> like, there are places in KC that are good, but it's not those clubs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. But, you know, they were very hilarious to me. I don't know why I liked them. I think they were funny, too, because they were bad. Yeah. People jerking in the club. Doesn't yeah, no. happen often. No, 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 no. <laughs> All the, like, 40-year-old couples. Oh. <laughs> which, like, okay, I don't, like, go home. Like, not because of the age, but, like... If you're going to be, like, having, like, your whole, you know, show, mm-hmm. like, they were climbing on top of each other in these clubs, and I am, like, okay, like, I know that, like, 30's the new 20, 40's the new 30, but, like, you don't need to be doing that in the club, no. to be completely honest. Mm-mm. Keep it cute. Yep. No. Ugh. No, no, no. I don't even want a flashback right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was so upsetting. What's next, Rage? Okay, next is Anne is Road Trips. Couldn't agree more. Out. Out is international travel. Yes. This is Ugh. more by necessity. Yeah. Agreed. But there are so many good places you can go just by driving. Yeah. Also, road trips are fun. They actually are. They really are. We um drove to Dallas for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it was cute. Yeah. We stopped at a cattle, like, <laughs> overlook. Didn't see any cattle, but we did have a good time. We did. You see things that you wouldn't normally see. No. If you were just zipping over ahead. Exactly. And Everything international travel, I mean... Listen, we were supposed to be in Greece Ugh, in June, so yeah. it is very hard for us to put this on the out yeah. list because it's who we are. Exactly. But it has to go. Mm. But we're finding good replacements. You know, we figured out we can drive to Colorado from yeah. here, so we're really about to go skiing. I know. It's all about fun. what can you do safely. Exactly. And exactly. road trips are low-key it. You can they listen are. to podcasts. We listen to so much good music on a way to Dallas. And you can pack as much as you want. Yeah, that's another thing. What a beauty about not stressing. We We went to Texas and brought like five coats for four days. (laughs) Y'all, it was like we used one of them. (laughs) We used one coat and we brought like ten. I don't know what we thought we were doing, but like you know, you don't have that luxury when you fly at all. You have to fit everything in a suitcase. Uh Uh-huh. Or pay loads of fees for no reason. It's not even worth it. Yeah. So that's a plus about road trips, I must say. For real. All right, Ash, read the next one. Okay. In is... Oh, I like this one. (laughs) In is planning for the future. Out is giving two fucks about anyone who's going to try you. Yep. Fuck them bitches. We don't have time for it. At all. Like, mm. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I think the thing about planning for the future is just this idea that, like, the future is, like, the only thing you can look forward to right now. So yeah. it's actually, like, very in mm-hmm. to just invest in it. Yes. Like, what do you want to do next? Exactly. You I have think, so much time. Yeah, it's true. And I think this year, too, was a time of reflection for a lot of people. That's why our out is very much the um, kind of letting go of people who don't need to be in your life. Yeah. Because also it's just, like, I think everyone thought that, oh, like, the pandemic, I have so much time, like, I'll spend all this time talking to friends, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you realize that, like, you don't want to <laughs> talk to somebody. And, like, part of it is just, like, if you're a bad communicator like me, mm-hmm. like, no matter what the situation, I just don't call people back. Yes, I'm just so likewise. bad at it. And it's not because I don't like them, but there are certain people, too, that I'm just, like, I actually don't need to be talking to this person. That's fair, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. yes, technically I have time, but do I want to spend this time on that? Exactly. That's really what it is. Yeah, a lot of this is the year of realizing things. Mm -hmm. Kylie Jenner was too early. (laughs) She was too early. It was 2020. (laughs) 2020 was the year of realizing things. 
But yeah, and then planning for the future. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Rach? I think it's like, Ash and I both are very much people where like, we're just thinking about how great graduate school is going to be and law school is going to be because right now it's kind of hard to see like good the good right now yeah and the positives because everything is just so up in the air but we know one thing's consistent (laughs) school (laughs) yeah that's true and so we're very much like and we want to go to boston so there's just like so many things to like look forward to that we're just like trying to look ahead and not focus too much on the present right and like i one of the things I think that was very, very good about my job last year was that it really made me, like, live in the present. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very, like, a moment-focused person. Yeah. Like, I could not even think, like, two days ahead. I would be like, this is what I am doing right now. This is the student I am working with right now. Right. And in five minutes, then I will consider who to work with next. Like, exactly. I didn't, I didn't forward think that much. Like, yeah. I knew I wanted to come back and do it a second year, but past that, I was really only able to focus on the present moment because mm-hmm. everything else was just, like... There was so much happening. You can only deal with it one thing there at a time. A like, Rach did the same job. She knows. Right, yeah. There was so much happening. <laughs> You're just literally focused on whatever the current emergency today is. Today is the day. Focus on today. I'll focus tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> so in the pandemic, I low-key actually had a second to be like, wait, I need to think about, like, my future. Yeah. And, like, what I'm doing next. Because yeah. I am not trying to stay in this job or this organization yeah. for more than this year. So I was like, this was low-key a blessing in disguise. Because if this year had been as hectic as it was, like, supposed to be, mm-hmm. I would have not thought about it. Yeah. 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 That was, like, a saving grace is that you had time to reflect, for real. Yeah, because if the job that I do this year was happening the way it was designed to, <laughs> oh, good God, I would not have a single grad application I know, done. I know. May would have come and you would have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And so it was good timing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really, really was. It I really can get was. back to the present in a second. Yeah. But maybe after the new year. <laughs> yeah. But we're both on our grind yeah. with our application. Oh, it's a grind, y'all. Rach is taking the GRE. Yes, I'm taking the GRE in January, so pray for me, y'all. But, you know, like, little things like that, I'm just ready to, like, get it over with. Mm-hmm. And I, what's motivating me is literally just, like, the outcome of it. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. That's so true. There's a reason why I'm doing this. Just, Rachel, shut up and just get over it. Because there's nothing worse than writing graduate applications. God, it's I'm going to be honest. Like, you're, I, I feel like I'm at the point where I'm just like, do I really have to sell myself again for this? Like, <laughs> I, I did this for undergrad. I did this to get yeah. the job I'm in. I did it again to get the leadership position mm-hmm. in the job that I'm in. And now I have to do it again yeah. for graduate school, like another personal statement. I know. I know. I know. So the motivation is the outcome, really. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, gosh. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like the next in y'all is a big one, skincare. Okay. The out for this is going to be heavy makeup. So in is skincare. Yes. Out is makeup. Because let me tell y'all something. I was always somewhat focused on my skincare, but I feel like quarantine and COVID really made me like zoom in on it and be like, okay. What could I do better? Um, should I be exfoliating more? Sunscreen. Should be using sunscreen. Was not before. So I feel like it definitely, 2020 for me was definitely a year of, Rachel, get your skin together. And I feel like it flourished so much. Um, also due to the fact that I wasn't wearing makeup every day like I used to. Yeah. And so that definitely was like a nice moment for me that would not have happened two years ago. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> We did get really into our skincare. Yeah. 
And we, really we use sunscreen now. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I'm, people are literally going to be listening to this like, how did you not use sunscreen? <laughs> but we use sunscreen now. That's an important step for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been on and off with my skincare. Yeah, me too. But this year, I basically stopped wearing makeup. Yeah, Ash was like, no foundation, nothing. And it wasn't like, it was purely motivated, honestly, by like, we had nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everyone's going to be like, wow, this is so obvious. But the less makeup I wore, the better my skin got. Right. Obviously. Right. So then I got to a place where I was like, I low-key don't need foundation because my skin's really good mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And then the moment, I, there was a few days maybe where I wore foundation and like, it would be like this immediate thing where suddenly my skin got worse again. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, and like. My mom is going to, if my mom listened to this, she would literally be like, Ashley, this is what I told you every single year of your life growing up. Like, yeah. my mom never let us wear makeup because she was like, when you wear makeup, you ruin your skin. skin yep. And I've really learned that. Yeah. That's how, I'm, I didn't wear makeup till sophomore year of high school. Yeah. That was like the first time. But I never, I never wore makeup in high school. Yeah. I never did. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And it was because my mom was like, you have good skin. If you wear makeup, you'll ruin it. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I got to college and wore a bit more, but not that much. Like, I guess some people would have thought it was a lot, but in comparison, it wasn't that bad. Right. And then last year, I started wearing more when I moved back here. Right. And this year was like True. a big cleanse. <laughs> a purge of the foundation. Of everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, mine was, like, I wasn't, like, didn't wear foundation anymore, but it was significantly less than what before, so. Because yeah. I think the ultimate goal is to have your skin in a place where you don't to even, even want it. to yeah. put makeup on. exactly, exactly. Like, the dewy, glowy, like, perfect skin. Mm-hmm. That's what we all want. Mm-hmm. And I found out, you know, makeup was the reason that that was not happening for yeah. me. So now it's I true. know better. It's true. So, like, take care of your skin, y'all. You know yeah. what I mean? Even when you don't wear makeup, you should still be washing your face. Oh, for real. Please, don't be that person. And if you do wear makeup, please do not sleep in it. Yeah, please don't sleep. Oh, my God, I can't even think of it. Always wash your makeup off and do not use makeup wipes. They tear and rip your skin. Don't use them. What did that I, lady tell you? Oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> I went to Ulta, and I was like, I'm looking for an oil cleanser. Um, for makeup instead of using makeup wipes. And she goes, you use makeup wipes? And I was like, yeah, all through college. And she was like, that's four years that you can never get back. And I was like, what? And she was like, makeup wipes destroy your skin and you can never get that time back. Mm. And I was so upset. I was like, I just You came, came back home. I was literally like, I just came to Ulta for a cleanser and now I'm attacked. Like, Ash literally brought back so much shit when she came back home. But she and was I was like, like, I'm never using them again. And I haven't to this day. Yeah, I you have really not haven't. touched a makeup wipe. You have not. You have not. I really took that to heart. <laughs> I think it's the four years that you can never get back. I would be That's so That's what shook. destroyed me because she was like, You don't understand how much damage they cause. Anyways, look it up. It's scary. It is. Um, okay, in is, next in, having fun with your own self in your own company. Come on. Out is Zoom. Oh my god. Ugh. Specifically, social events on Zoom. Zoom. Work is not included, nor school. Yeah, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying Zoom is out in the way of, like, go out and socialize. I'm just saying, like, I would literally rather be doing something by myself mm-hmm. than be doing something on Zoom in a social capacity. Nothing is actually more painful than a social Zoom gathering. Yeah. I'll be honest. I would rather be on my own. Oh my gosh. It is so awkward. It's just not fun. It's not fun. It's very forced. It's so forced. Yeah. The one fun thing I did on Zoom was a pub quiz with my friends. 
We did a pub quiz in like May. That was the oh, one yeah. and only time I've done a fun social event on Zoom. Mm. And I think that might be the one area you can say that it's a good time. Everything else I don't believe in. Right, right. I know. Because it's just like, <laughs> it cracks me up because a lot of people are doing like Zooms for like their birthdays. And like, remember I told my parents actually went to a Zoom party two months ago. And it was for my aunt's um, 60th birthday. And she had a DJ at her house, a whole backdrop with her name, like the whole shabam in like traditional Nigerian attire. And I couldn't stop laughing because... It's like, why? What is happening? First of all... Because the people who are coming, quote unquote, to your party have to like sit in their chairs. That's what I was saying. Like, I was like, what was happening? Yeah. Like, is someone unmuting themselves to just say happy birthday and no, leave? No. Like, are y'all trying to dance with the DJ that they have? I actually have the, I have the <laughs> example of the worst thing that can happen on Zoom. A work happy hour. I have had so many. They are so miserable. <laughs> They're so horrible. Having a, I'm sorry, what? Like, first of all, no. A work happy hour, they're bad enough in person. Yeah. I low-key get, like, upset when someone tries to bring it up for, like, a virtual happy hour. I'm like, please stop. <laughs> like, no. Like, this is just going to be awkward. We're all going to talk over each other. Somebody's going to get too drunk in their own home. Yes. But, like, I mean, and I like my coworkers a lot. Like, actually, a lot. Like, I really like them. But for me, I have to pass on a Zoom happy hour. Like, it's just not it. Oh, yeah. You can love your coworkers and not want to right. do a Zoom happy yeah. hour. With yeah. Them. No. Because I just smile through when someone suggests it. But in my head, I'm like. But that's why, that's why the <laughs> in is having fun with your own okay. self and your yes. own company. You are your own best friend. I've said 100%. this for a long time and I stand by it. I feel like I have a slight advantage with this because I just am an introvert, so I love spending time on my mm-hmm. own. Rachel has to work a little bit harder at it. Yeah, but I, you know, I but think I'm so. Well. Yeah, you think I'm. You know, I think I'm hilarious. Yeah. Like I can, I can really just randomly start laughing because I thought something was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I really like myself. <laughs> I just think you're more extroverted. Yeah, I'm very like I love being around. So people, it's harder though. for you to like sustain yourself on just your own. Company. Yes, yes. But I think it made me realize like it's just so funny being at home more. I forgot how funny I was to myself. So yes. I'm, really, like, I'm like, bitch, you're hilarious. Yeah. Yes. I love my own company. Me too. Like me too. I could be just here in this house on my own. Ash like, really weeks. could. <laughs> it would not bother me. I wouldn't get bored. No, you are in your own world. Like, I, I can love just it. really entertain myself. But I'm saying like I think that's valuable. It is because I think a lot of people that was a big struggle that they might might not have realized before. Yeah. Until we had to be in quarantine and away from others. And you know, some people really cannot handle being by themselves, but I do think this time that we did have was a good time for you to be able to feel comfortable. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you only have yourself Come and on. God. And exactly. That's it. Exactly. So you gotta like the you gotta like those options. <laughs> you really have to. <laughs> you know, and like you I feel like you know, everyone was like, I have too much time to reflect. And I feel like the isolation definitely was, like, detrimental for mm-hmm. some people. And there are situations mm-hmm. where, like, they need others. Yeah. And, like, there is, like, a lot of, like, serious things. So I'm not bashing any of those. I'm just saying, in general. Yeah. It's very in, at this moment, to be able to have fun with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Put on and a set. And entertain yourself. <laughs> Put on a Catronata set. Come on. Pour yourself a drink. Yes. Have a dance party. Jump around. Actually, really good inspiration for this is this girl on Instagram, Tar Mars, T-A-R-M-A-R-Z. She literally was just having solo raves in this loft in Brooklyn. <laughs> she was putting on the most amazing DJ sets and then uploading them all to Spotify. Because yes. she lived on her own in Ooh. New York in the pandemic. And mm-hmm. she was like, I'm still having a good time. 
Good for her. Yeah, she had a great example. I love that. Yeah. Check so her out, good. y'all. Mm. Does she have it on a highlight? Uh, probably. Okay, I was like, I'm gonna check If that not, out. it's in her YouTube videos, too. Okay, cute. Yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah, she's so cool. Yes. And that's the vibe we're talking about. Yeah. Make your own fun. Exactly. Because we all, it was it sucked. When we were in quarantine, It you know, it was a readjustment, I won't lie. But I, you know, some people didn't have roommates. Like, we had the, like, yeah, you know, pleasure true, of having, true. like, I had Ash and Lydia. Yeah. And, you know, some people were doing it on their own. But, you know, sometimes these moments, it's a time for you to kind of recenter, like, Find out, like, do you like your own company? And if not, what can you do to enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> For real. For real. And, yeah, there's just, it's just a whole, I think it opens up, like, honestly more freedom for people once they realize, like, they don't need, like, other people around them to mm-hmm. be having a good time. Because, mm-hmm. like, honestly, like, if you can if you can have a good time on your own, you will really only choose to be around people who, like, are actually fun. Yeah. Versus, like... You know, I think part of this is the fault of, like, everyone being told that their worth is based on how many friends they have. But yeah. I think a lot of people do have social circles so, social circles that are, like, bigger than they need to be because they feel like they have to be with others yeah. to be having fun. Yeah, that's true. And, like, do those people actually make you laugh? Mm-hmm. You no. Know, are you actually enjoying that time? Then when you when you know that you're good on your own, you're like, let me just only surround myself with the people who I genuinely really enjoy. Exactly, exactly. No one has time for a forced friendship. Yes. With so many life lessons. <laughs> we are those cheesy bitches that go on, like, like YouTube 2020 recap, and they're like, I learned so much about myself. I swear. We sound so bad. We do. Oh, that's why I said at the beginning, do not take us seriously. Please, y'all, you know we're just all shits and giggles. Like, we, you know, we're somewhat serious, but we're also, you know, just... Yeah. Which oh, we have some more outs, okay? Okay. So we'll, we'll kind of, like, live figure out some ins for these. Yes. So outs social media yeah this is more of a me thing that was more ash but i understand i feel strongly about it i don't think social media i think in the general scope of the world social media does not bring net positive to people's lives yeah is what i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. and i'm not hating on people who make their living off of it and not whatever i'm just saying in general i think social media does not contribute to the overall positivity of this world. Yeah, yeah. I think it pretty much does the opposite most of the time because it's designed to feed you things that keep your attention. Mm -hmm. And usually things that keep your attention are things that make you upset or angry because that's going to hold your attention longer than something that makes you happy. Right. That's just like science. It's true. And so social media is designed to feed you things that make you upset or angry or Mm. whatever. Yeah. Because it's the, what is it? It's like, I think I saw, so I was in like a book or something one time. <laughs> They're basically like, it's the biggest market that nobody talks about, which is like the attention market. Yeah, it's true. That's probably a really dumb way to say that. No, but. it's not though. It does take your attention away. You can be on social media for like an hour and not even realize. Yeah, but it's more about like, sometimes, you know, people say like, as people, we own, like we can voice our opinions through how we spend, Mm -hmm. but in the age of social media, you can, you know, like, move the markets by where you put your attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not just about how you spend your money anymore, it's how you spend your attention, because if you give your attention to something, it amplifies that Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I don't think this year I probably have the most, like, um, I've never really had to, like, take social media off my phone. But I feel like this year I had to do it often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I had a few months with yeah. nothing. 
because I was just like, it's just overconsumption. Like there was just so much going on. Like every day, it was just nothing yeah. ever good. So I was just like, I need a break for my mental health. So yeah. I think this year was the first time I've actually ever done that. Yeah. So that was interesting. I think the flip <laughs> side of that, the in would be like, I don't know how to describe this without being super wordy, but like actually watching something or actually reading something mm-hmm. and not just like putting a show on, but t- actually being on Instagram. Instagram, right. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like if social media is out, giving your full attention to like actually paying attention to like shows or books mm-hmm. or movies mm-hmm. is in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm not being funny. I actually listen to lyrics. Yes. Like, genuinely. Because you're not just, like, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, ooh, she said that. Let me replay it one more time, you know? Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. The next one that's our out kind of ties into social media. What is it, Rach? Oh, gosh. Okay, so. This is what's going to get us in hot water. Mm-hmm. Fake body positivity. Okay. Ooh. So, what do we mean by that? Well, body positivity movement yes. is out. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and Let us we... explain. Because <laughs> us being like out body positivity <laughs> sounds really harsh. It really does. And when we say that, it is not more so of like loving your body. That's not what we're talking about. We want everyone to love their body. The body positivity movement. The movement of itself, it. Out. Out. It's well, become we can clearly, leave that shit behind. Clearly it's become an aesthetic for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where people actually lose the true message of it. That is what we're talking it's about. It's not about loving your body. It's about appearing to love mm-hmm. your body and performing that you love your body to Come make on. money. Thank you. Like, so. everyone has a stretch mark, okay? Yeah. We know this. I think the thing is that the movement has been co-opted by very normal-sized white mm-hmm. girls on Instagram. Come on. And that's not who it's for. Yep. But they are now the, considered the, like... This is what I'm talking about with attention. Mm-hmm. They are the people who are getting the body positive movement attention, getting yeah. all the benefits of that. Yeah. And like when you have somebody who actually does have a different body type yeah. or different like skin color or whatever who's doing that stuff, they're not getting that attention. They're not getting no, that money. So no. who's it really for? Thank you. And who gives a fuck that Gigi Hadid eats pizza? Yeah, nobody. I, I assumed that. She's still a model. <laughs> Thank like, you. Nothing, that, like nothing, that's not what this is for. <laughs> Gigi Hadid can say that she eats pizza and get no backlash. Mm-hmm. A heavy woman who says she eats pizza will yep. get bullied for that. And so Thank then you. that's just, and then Gigi Hadid saying I'm body positive. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like you don't actually, that's not an issue for exactly. you. Exactly. Miss me with that shit. No, it's over and we're done with it. And I was telling this to Rachel the other day, which is like, this is kind of taking my, putting it in the out to the extreme, but to put so much attention on fuck the patriarchy, we're loving our bodies, mm-hmm. and, like, we're saying a big F you mm-hmm. to, like, the men who set these standards. It's, like, the actual more radical thing to do mm-hmm. would just be to not even acknowledge Thank it. Thank you. Like, to not have all of social media be about loving your body and mm-hmm. bending over so you can show your roles and more so just focus on, like, people because at the core body positivity is still about your physical outward yes, body, and yeah. that is not what we should be focusing on. Exactly. And, like, I'm so on a, like, a soapbox with this, but I just think that the more, I think body positivity is, like, the simplistic response Mm -hmm. in the way that it's currently being presented to the, like, patriarchal standards of beauty, and the actual more radical response would just be to not even care. Yeah, be body neutral, like we said. Yeah. Like, who cares? What you should be focusing on is, like, 
who you are as mm-hmm, a person, mm-hmm. not what you look like. That's the biggest F you to yeah. the patriarchy. It's not caring what they say. No, regardless of the size. Like I told Ash, I've literally been every size under the book. <laughs> but for me, it's just very much more like, for me, it's how I feel and what I feel like comfortable with. And if I feel healthy and things like that, it doesn't really matter to me what size that may be. Yeah. So for me, I very much am big on the body neutral movement because I'm just like, yeah we're chilling and like there's just something so much more satisfying and being about being like well here are the standards of beauty and instead of being like actually yeah i'm gonna rail against Mm -hmm. that in a way that's like still so focused on my physical appearance right like it's so much it's so much of a bigger f you to be like you know what i don't even care what people Mm -hmm. are saying about physical Mm -hmm. appearance like, I take your standards of beauty and throw them off to the side because I don't care because all I care about is what kind of person I am. Exactly, exactly. No focus on who, what your body type is. No focus on whatever it is. It's just yeah. focus on that person. Yeah. Because some of these companies... <laughs> and some of these influencers. Yeah. My God. And, like, that's the thing with 2020 is, like, everyone came under a microscope on Instagram because mm-hmm. everyone was on socials all the time. Yeah. Everyone was, like, doom scrolling. Everyone mm-hmm. was playing the comparison game because they were stuck in their homes. And for some reason, like like I said before, all these very normal slash skinny white girls on Instagram were like getting showered with praise. Yeah. Because they were body positive. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. These agencies and companies might want, let's say, a plus size model on their list, but won't even utilize them and get them jobs. That's the real tea. Yeah, for real. Let's just be honest here. For real. And this is, I'm tying this back into something that it is out of 2020 and I need gone forever, black fishing. Yes. I don't want a black fish and I don't want a black scent. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. It's like performing the body positive thing. It's like all those people on Instagram who are like performing their black. Yes. Quote unquote blackness. They're not black. That's no. the whole point. But like. Stop perming your hair. Yeah. What are I'm you so doing? Shook. Stop doing a black scent. <laughs> like you're from like suburban new jersey like what are you doing (laughs) y'all like i'm so sorry i'm triggered about this because i genuinely i'm not gonna lie to you there are some influencers that i gen i kind of just assumed were like biracial yes and they're not (laughs) i mean i don't think i'm the only one i think everyone thought rita Rita Ora was black yes everybody yeah she's not no and that is newsflash she's albanian (laughs) like what but like it's not she actively played into that. She did yeah. because that you kind of are actively succumbing to that by not even correcting it. Yeah. And the thing with black fishing that needs to stay in 2020 mm. is that you know, people are profiting off what is like I guess you could say like what is like black style, black culture, black hair and they're getting money off this and then actual black influencers do not get paid. Pennies. Nothing. Someone said it best. Everyone wants to dress black. Everyone wants to act black. Everyone wants to look black but no one wants to be black. Yeah. This is true. mm -mm. So you have a white influencer Mm. doing a black scent, perming their hair, Mm. doing whatever, doing black style. That tan's hella dark. And they're getting paid (laughs) so many sponsorships and then you have a black influencer who's getting nothing. Nothing, because they have someone who they isn't black, black, but can target and look somewhat passing. So, yeah. 
Unfortunately. It all stays in 2020. Man, we are moving on. We are leaving behind this year. What I would love to see, <laughs> and this is such a pipe dream, but what I would love to be in, in like 2021, and like, like I said, I don't think that social media contributes to the overall positive net good of the world. Mm. The only way it can is if it really reverses its path, like we've talked about with the body positivity movement, like we talked about with black fishing. If people would just, for a second, use social media to like, I feel like at its best, social media speaks to somebody's values and speaks as like an activism tool and like Mm -hmm. what people care about and sharing things that they are producing like as artists or whatever. Like I think that's social media at its best and I think there are pockets of social media that are really useful for that. And so in, in 2021, would be for social media to become more about that and less about performing a certain movement or a certain look. Yeah. And I say performing because it's not real. Yeah. Performing that Mm -hmm. to make money. Yeah. Performative activism. Performative everything. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And, like, there's people who are genuine about it on there. Mm-hmm. And there are people who, like, need to be amplified. Agreed. I agree. I yeah. agree. We, got, we have to get rid of these fakes. Oh, <laughs> bye, bitches. <laughs> Bye-bye. Or, like, there's nothing funnier than, like, in my opinion, like, writers, like, on Twitter and Instagram. Like, oh, I follow yes. so many authors. They're hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Because, like, authors, like, not to be generalizing, but, like, are often very, like, awkward people. But, like, in today's day and age, they have to be on social media. Yeah. So, like... They're just funny. Like, I follow this one Scottish author who just tweets pictures of his cows. <laughs> like, he doesn't know what to do with social media. He's like, I'm just trying to write books oh and, and, like, live my life on my farm. But he has to be to promote his books. Right. So he's like, here you go. And that is so pure to me. That is really cute. <laughs> I kind of love Updates that. on his cows. <laughs> like, I love that. Or, like, another... I plugged her on the podcast before, Bella Mackey. Every day, she wrote a book about how running helped her with her anxiety, and every day she goes on a run, and every day she posts pictures from her run on her Instagram. That's the only thing oh, she posts cute. on her stories, pretty much. And then some mental health stuff, but... The, like 90% of her stories are pictures of like weird doors or little weird decorations in London that she's found on her runs. I kind of love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> that is really, really what cute. What do you want to be in in 2021, Rach? Ooh. I want us to be in to grad school. Oh my God, please. <laughs> oh my God. That's like the big in, I feel like, for 2021. But in... Just, and I know this sounds really cheesy, but just being authentic, honestly, because it's like, this is going to, y'all, I'm probably, you've heard this, it sounds cheesy, but genuinely, it makes me sad when people cannot be themselves. Yeah. It really, really does. Yeah. Like, I- It makes me sad when people feel they can't be. They can't be, right? And like, (laughs) I am a very awkward person at times, so I feel like for me, I used to struggle with that, of just being like, oh, someone's going to take this this way. But once I was able to like, not give a fuck anymore, it feels really great. Yeah. Like, I genuinely feel very happy, and I know, like, that's just me speaking, but I want I want that for a lot of people, and I think a lot of people really struggle more than you'll ever know, and mm-hmm. so that just makes me, like, mm-hmm. I want that to be an end for people. Just be yourself. And not have to be, like, judged for it. Not keeping up with the Joneses. Like, if you can't afford something, but you feel like you have to, even little things like that, like, that will drive you crazy. For real, for real. You know, little, even to that extent. trying to, like, navigate every situation perfectly or whatever. Or, like, even just small things. One thing I'd love to see left behind in 2020 is, like, this lingering perception of, like, this comes up to me sometimes. Like, I can be very pushy with things. I'm very vocal and I'm very aggressive when Mm -hmm. I think that something needs to get done. And, like, I think often people will be like, you should, like, handle that a little bit differently. Like, tread lightly, da-da-da. And I'm like, Why? And I think, like, people get really upset when you question the norm of things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
Right. But you, you're, you want to know. You're I'm like, like but I answer. just want to know. And I think people read questions as like aggression sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, if you actually gave me a reason, I'd be completely fine with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's true. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. Like being able to ask why and not have people be like, what are you talking, talking about? about? Right. Right. <laughs> you're like, are you going to answer the question? Yeah. What's your 2021 <laughs> vision for yourself? Oh my God. 21, 2021 vision get into law school mm. move into like a cute apartment with you <laughs> yes whether and you know what i want it to be boston but i won't be unhappy if it's not yeah like i won't allow myself so yeah. for the location to be like whatever happens for me. like happens for exactly a exactly but that's what i want yes. <laughs> yeah so i genuinely believe that god's plan for us is boston yes Amen. <laughs> Amen. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. We're but I wrong. think that's what it is, and so I'm putting that in the universe. But yeah, and just you know, keeping me taking what I took from this year and really applying it to my life like fully. Like I low key don't want to go back to the way it was. Yeah. yeah. Like I want things to be back. I want to still go out. I still yes. want to be able to see people. But like being chill still. Yeah. Not wearing makeup every day. Yeah. You know? That's a big one for you. It's a big one. Like, that's really big for me. So, like, I want to keep applying that to my life even after all of this. So. Yeah. I agree. It's a little thing. <laughs> no, that's true. What about my you, vision Ash? is very similar. Just Boston, grad school. I'm very eager to, like, push myself a little bit outside of my comfort zone mm-hmm. on things because um, I feel like not like I know what I'm doing, because mm-hmm. I've been in this job for a year and a half, which is not a lo- long enough time to know what you're doing, right. but I'm also like, okay, if this is, like, just one area of, like, ex- I mean, I guess, like, one population of people you could work with, right, students, and right. I try to do social work, so it's all about working with people, I'm like, I should really be pushing myself to work with people I've never even, like, encountered, mm-hmm. you know, and so I've been really excited about, like, taking 21 as a op- 2021 as an opportunity to just, like, push myself to do things I didn't think of. Yeah. And then also just, like, being very comfortable and, like, appreciative of, like, whatever comes my way. Mm Because this year, like, has been, I guess, like, some would say, like, very much a disappointment in some ways, but at the same time, like, we are very lucky to still be very happy. And healthy. Yeah. And alive. And so, like, that sounds so cheesy, but just being like, listen, like, you know what? Like, things might seem like the end of the world, but, like, at the end of the day, for, for me and my own life, like, I was still very privileged to have a nice yeah. and happy 2020, yes. for the most part. And our families are healthy yes. and happy, like, genuinely. No, so I'm true. like, I just need to be chill with whatever comes my way. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, there are worse things that can happen. This is so true. This is yeah. so true. Also, I want to keep my boldness. I feel like I've thought less and just done more. Yes. Like, I just haven't even thought about my decisions. Not in a bad way, but just, you like. you don't overthink sometimes. Yes. Yes. But I feel like I've gotten a lot better with yeah. my overthinking on situations so yeah just do it because you want to do exactly. it and you think it's right mm-hmm. you don't need to always think about how every single person will weigh in on that decision yes I always used to be like oh but like what if this person feels this way or like how am I gonna feel after and like you know there's so many little stems that I would just be thinking about it's like will it make you happy will it contribute to the people around you just do it exactly so I feel like that is something I'm really gonna take with me in 2021 yeah. Because I've very much improved on that. <laughs> 100%. One other thing I'm putting out there so that I can be held accountable to this is, like, finding kind of, like, other ways 
of like service in 2021 because mm. I feel like because my job is considered service I don't think that I need not like thing but I wouldn't like actively seek other yeah. service and like there's somebody on my team right now at work who like does other service outside of work and like this isn't like crazy to be like oh yeah you should be doing other things so I'm like actually like I would really enjoy that mm-hmm. doing service that isn't the service I do every day right right so that's something I want to like that's kind of one of the things I want to push myself to do in 2021 is more service that's not the one the service I do every you day. You do currently, yeah. 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 No, that's a good point. And you're really with one. me. Yes. I'll find fun. some stuff to do. I know. There's so much to be done. So oh my god, yes. Hard. I agree. I agree. This <laughs> is <laughs> so true. <laughs> I love that. But oh, 2020 has been a year. Also, two great things that have come out of 2020 is this podcast. Yes. Um, and shout out to everyone that we were on there wrapped for Spotify. Uh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> this episode is about to be so long. So if you've made it this far, yeah. congrats. Thank you so much for, for the support. Listening. We really do appreciate y'all. I never thought that we, I mean, I've always thought we would be doing this. But yeah. to the extent and like the support, Let I Let us know what your ins and outs it. are. Yeah. Yes, please do. What is your 2020 State of the Union? Let us know. Yes. You text us at our number. We'll leave it in the information box yeah you know insta snap us rachel's <laughs> going to um texas and i'm going home for the holiday so yeah. this will probably be the last you hear from us in 2020 last pod of the year yeah but oh we'll my god see you in the new year it's gonna Let's be cheers out Ash. it's gonna be a better one yes so cheers. 2021 bitches Woo! <laughs>